Welcome to the UC Berkeley Data Science Education Podcast. We're happy you're listening in today. In this space, you'll hear from a variety of distinguished data science educators and professionals. The individuals we'll speak with are diverse in experience and perspective, but share the common goal of shaping the future of data science education. Our idea is to have some informal conversations with the goal of creating community and let people hear from practitioners in this growing new field. My name is Eric Van Dusen from Data Science Undergraduate Studies in the Division of Computing, Data Science, and Society at UC Berkeley, and I'll be leading our conversation today. And my name is Kalechi Nebadam, also from Data Science Undergraduate Studies. I'm working as an intern with the division's external pedagogy team, and I'll be helping out today too. Hi, today we have Yolanda Heal from USC. Could you give us a brief introduction to yourself and what you're currently working on? I am a research professor at USC, which means that my main job is to do research. I work on research projects at the Information Sciences Institute, and um, my research area is AI. And naturally, when you work in projects and um, uh, you work in real-world problems, you run across data science, not just pure AI research, but you run into a lot of aspects of data science. So without knowing, I think as many um, people in this area, I've been working in data science for a long time. And uh, my main area is AI, computer science, but I have collaborated with many scientists. I work on AI for science. So over the years, I've worked with geoscientists, I've worked with biologists, neuroscientists. And so I've learned to communicate the language of data, the language of AI, the language of computing to non-computer science experts um, who are very smart people and very interested. And so I, I ended up with just a lot of skills without knowing it on the art of data science collaboration that is so important. Nice, thank you. Um, can you tell us about uh, data science education at USC? Yes, um, we are doing a lot of innovations in data science education here. So, you know, the classic data science education is within each department. So each discipline offers programs, uh, undergraduate concentrations or masters that um, have a data science um, flavor. So, for example, we have masters in neuroinformatics or there's degrees in business analytics. So those are within each of the schools. I think what's very exciting for us is all the joint and interdisciplinary degrees that we are creating. So, for example, our undergraduate data science program is um, a, a double major, is, is not a self-standing data science degree. So um, most of our undergraduates um, in uh, data science come actually from an econ uh, primary major. So, uh, so that's very exciting. Um, and then we have a lot of interesting joint master's degree that allows students to uh, take a half of their courses in a particular discipline, learning quantitative methods in that discipline, and then a half of the courses learning more deeply about computing. 
so for example, we have a program on communication data science. It's a master's program for the communication, marketing, journalism graduates. And uh, they take a lot of uh, courses on um, quantitative methods to understand human communication, games, marketing, customers, etc., and uh, online activity of people. And the other half of the courses, they are learning uh, to program. They are learning uh, computing concepts. And uh, it's very exciting to see them graduate, graduate with completely new career avenues after that. Um, we have also joint programs on environmental data science, uh, spatial data science, also half on spatial computing and spatial reasoning, and the other half more on computing and data science. We have a master's on public policy data science, joined with the public policy school. I'm particularly proud of that one because it means that you know public policy, uh, government people will be able to rely on data science and, and programs that they write themselves and, and, and advances in data science to improve policy. That I think that's uh, very exciting. And I, I want to talk about a new joint degree with uh, the School of Business here at USC. It's an undergraduate degree on um, AI for business. And uh, it builds on AI and data science. Um, and there's courses on, on both sides of the coin. One is technical courses on AI and data science, but also uh, business courses on AI and data science. So business cases, and understanding um, more the operations, the workflows that these AI and data science systems uh, are working with. And I guess one of the final things to mention is that um, we're not just creating new degrees, but we're also rethinking our current degrees. So we have an effort that has been, is now on its second year within the School of Engineering here at USC to review and um, uh, all the curricula of all the engineering degrees and include data science, machine learning, and AI across the curriculum. Uh, so we're finding the departments extremely enthusiastic of this. Um, it's hard to add more material to an engineering degree because it's already very packed, but we are finding a lot of enthusiasm on the faculty side, on the student side, and so we're working our way through um, uh, these uh, big changes in, in uh, all the curriculum. Awesome. I saw that you had a class on teaching data science to non-programmers. Could you tell me a little bit about that? Yes. Yeah, so uh, this is a course that I created and I started to teach in 2015, I think it was. Um, so so it's been going for, for several generations of students that have taken the course and then TA'd for the course. And the idea was to, to create a bridge course for students that don't have any background in computing to take their first course in engineering uh, and... Um, help them grasp concepts in computing uh, and at the same time feel very comfortable with their the knowledge that they're building up uh, to go into then a programming class. 
So, so this, this course, um, you can imagine a student that has studied public policy or marketing, they have some, you know, basic college math and, and you know, good understanding on, on statistics, but they've never thought about what an algorithm is. And they don't know the difference between an algorithm and the implementation of that algorithm. So we teach them those things. And they don't know the computational complexity of a piece of code or an algorithm. And so we teach them those concepts. So they start to comprehend why you may need parallelism or why a problem uh, you should rethink because it's not going to run any faster. Um, so, so we teach them those concepts. We teach them a lot of concepts in, in, um, in AI, in knowledge representation, uh, ontologies, metadata, how to create schemas, descriptions of data uh, so that they can um, you know, understand uh, why that's valuable. And then we walk them through different machine learning techniques for different types of data. So we don't just teach how to deal with tabular numerical data, but we teach them what do you do with network data? If it's a network of proteins and genes or, an, or a social network, what do you do with geospatial data? How do you deal with, with geospatial data? So, so they learn machine learning and, and different analytics techniques for different types of data. And, and all of these concepts in computing are coupled with practical hand-on exercises. So at the beginning, um, we taught them using a graphical user interface that used workflows to show them all the steps of the methods. They could actually poke around and see intermediate results. So for example, a workflow could guide them through how you take uh, a number of documents and then you extract certain words, you, you do stemming on the words. So they can see the results of each of the data processing elements and all the pre-processing and they can understand. Same thing with workflows for images. Um, and so these hands-on exercises coupled with all these concepts in computing put them in a place where now they go take a, an interprogramming class and they actually understand why they want to learn more about it. They're a lot more motivated. They, they have a, a stronger basis for it. So, um, so I see students taking this class and then go on to go deeper and deeper into programming. They participate in hackathons. They teach um, themselves. They learn from their friends and they become pretty proficient in programming. But others choose to not do that. And what they get out of all of these things is um, a good understanding of how a programmer works and how a computer scientist thinks. And I see the difference between the, their way to describe a problem on day one of the course and their way to describe a problem in computing and data science terms on the last day of the course. And I know that they're ready to have that very basic communication in data science terms. So it's very exciting to teach this course. I find it incredibly rewarding. I've loved it. I've loved it. That's awesome. Um, I want to change the next question a little bit because obviously USC has really been successful on the like keeping data science interdisciplinary. I think for a lot of schools, it's like how to make this not just a project of computer science and statistics. In a lot of places, Data science is like within the statistics major or something. Seems like you've been really successful in building those bridges. Um, do you have any comments on like how, you, why you've been successful in that area or 
where that success is coming from? So I think, um, so our data science programs are within computer science, um, but it is a separate program that runs independently. And so we are able to create these special classes that are geared towards non-programmers, for example. And if a student doesn't have a CS background and you put them in a class with 500 people, uh, and many of them have been hacking through high school, they're going to be really intimidated and not in a very good place. And so we've created these introductory courses that are really designed for them and accessible to them. And so I think it's been a little bit of word of mouth that we do a special treatment for a special way to teach uh, the students that are not coming from a computer science background. And I think also just seeing the career paths and the the possibilities uh, for the students to, to pursue these careers is very powerful. I think um, it, it's also, sometimes it's hard, sometimes it takes several years in some cases, um, but there's, you know, I think over time, um, in every discipline, there's more and more uh, eagerness to connect with data science or AI or both. So our our, prog- our programs in data science are very AI heavy. They're very heavy on AI technologies, really all computing technologies, you know, uh, data systems, uh, scalable data systems. So, um, so I think that those are some of the, the ingredients that have helped us a lot. Yeah, just to pivot to a bit of the more like research oriented side, would you mind telling us a bit more about the Center for Knowledge Powered Interdisciplinary Data Science and how that works organizationally or within USC as an institution? Yeah, that this is an interesting center. So so it was created as a as a university wide center. Um, and uh, I think it, its main activity is a semester long uh, event called Data Fest, and our Data Fest event um, uh, has um, projects that faculty in different schools and departments propose for students, and then the students commit to volunteering their time for that semester to work on that project. And so we actually have the faculty present the projects early in the semester. The students uh, select the projects that they prefer or that they feel they're better prepared to work on or they align more with their interests. And then we do a matching process and the students work with the faculty throughout the semester. We have some midterm presentations to make sure that it's a forcing function for the students to really understand what they're working on. Uh, and and communicated and then we have a final report at the end of the semester from all the projects we give the students a lot of awards you know best uh, interdisciplinary collaboration best interdisciplinary team uh, another award might be best uh, mentor for uh, peers in the project and so on so um so the students are very motivated to volunteer to work on these projects and the faculty propose projects that are a little bit you know, unusual, and and they really commit uh, to to working with the students and providing their expertise. So, to give you some examples, there was one project on looking at thirty years of data collected around 
um, Catalina Island off the coast of LA. So in 30 years, the sensors are different, their error rates are different, the locations were different. And so the students had to harmonize all of that data. They had so much fun with it. Uh, we have one project this semester that I'm involved in to give you another example on aviation safety. There was just uh, an incident in a runway at JFK. I don't know if you read it in the news that uh, the airplanes were having these incursions on the on the uh, tracks where there was almost a collision that was avo avoided in the last minute. And so these are very common occurrences that planes are about to crash on the on the surface. So the 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 aviation accidents are seem to be more likely to be on the ground rather than in flight and so so we're looking at um a project where we're going to analyze a lot of documents to find out you know what might um help us avoid these incidents um we also have a lot of documents about nuclear plant accidents so that's a professor in in aviation safety and and systems engineering uh, who provides, uh, you know, a lot of expertise in, in these documents and different safety issues. So, um, so, so these, these university-wide activities, they're challenging, you know, sometimes the faculty need more support in terms of data science. Um, I know at Berkeley, you have a data science institute that kind of helps uh, gel these kinds of collaborations. But you know this this um, CKID center has been able to build on the faculty's enthusiasm to push these projects and get them off the ground, and the students' curiosity to to work on unusual problems or problems that they they think are, um, you know, really worth investing in. We we have a lot of projects on equity, on social justice. We have a lot of projects on you know health. Um, just really diverse and so the students find it very enriching. Yeah that is really exciting to hear. Um, I also wanted to know since you've been somewhat like adjacent to the data science field and then you slowly started to make your way into it, how have you seen data science education change over the years that you've been involved in this field? Yeah so we started our data science programs early on at USC, um, they were actually informatics programs. So, uh, you know, it's just taking a model after bioinformatics and thinking, you know, geoinformatics, spatial informatics, maybe informatics will be uh, a good a good uh, way to to focus. And and it, they were more focused on taking a person from another discipline and bringing them to be closer to being a computer scientist. And so our programs were very focused on, on taking an outside person and turning them into a computer scientist. I think what we do today is very different. We really recognize a difference between the computer scientist and the data scientist. The data scientists have fundamentally uh, different skills. They They have computing skills, but they have very um, significant collaboration skills and they are significantly more data savvy than the graduates that we would put out 10 years ago. So, um, so I think the education has changed a lot. Data science is maturing as a discipline. I think we're, we're understanding more that 
data science at the core is very um, uh, much of a, a team effort and every team member brings a different kind of expertise. Uh, so there could be several computer scientists in a data science team and each of them has a different uh, set of skills. And the same thing coming from the domain, uh, there's people that can bridge across the expertise and the disciplines and depending on the, the topic of the conversation, there's a different person that can bridge the dialogue. So all of those skills uh, are becoming more and more important. So um, so I think our, our education in data science is much more focused on data science today and, and we're understanding more what to teach, what is valued in the real world in a data science career. So uh, that's very different, yeah. That is super cool to hear. Um, it's really interesting to hear how you guys slowly went from trying to change people into a different major to, you know, embracing the fact that everyone brings different skills to the team. And that's what's really important in a successful team. So just to pivot back to your background in AI, you've done a lot of really cool research in that field. Um, how have you connected that research to undergraduate education? I know you spoke a bit about the projects that students get to do on CKIDS, but how are, or are there some other ways that students can get involved in that sort of research? Yeah, so we have a lot of undergraduate programs um, that bring undergraduate students to, to connect with research. Um, many of them start when they first come to to. Uh, the orientation at USC so they get to hear about different research groups and they connect with group labs or centers um, immediately. A lot of it starts before they come to USC so um, we have a lot of outreach programs to um, to high school students that um, you know come here to uh, join research groups and I've had you know and many uh, high school students work with me um, I tend to um, keep in touch with my students and so over the years I have seen um, you know, I always gravitate towards students that come from different majors or different areas rather than the computer science students. I, I like working on, you know, I, I work in AI for science, so whether climate or, or biology or, or medicine. So, so um, I, I track them over the years and it, it's really interesting to me to see that they arrive to these projects, to these research projects, with you know very certain ideas of their life and their careers and you know some will say I don't want to do any computing I don't like programming I don't like any computer stuff I'm not good at it and I don't like to do it and then after you know two or three years I see them changing completely uh, their their path because they see in practice how valuable some skills are and that data science doesn't have to be working in a corner by yourself on making the code work. Um, so 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 that's really exciting and um, and um, I have to say I myself work more with undergraduates than than with um, graduate students. That's really cool to hear. 
we've gotten to the end of the interview, but to leave it off, just wanted to ask you one final question. And that was if you had any parting thoughts or words of wisdom to data science educators around the world. So I think uh, when we think of, you know, um, universities, research universities and R1 universities, and we are hiring people and creating programs and our data science program has a thousand students at USC. So, uh, you know, these are very significant, you know, investments that the university is making, but there's lots of other universities and institutions and students that are coming to data science through different paths and in different ways. And so I, I would I would encourage everyone to think more broadly about data science and the data science ecosystem. So we need more people to be digitally educated, to be data educated, to understand how to, um, you know, um, if not analyze data, at least understand how data works and its value uh, to work in all these social science aspects that have to do more with how data impacts the world and how it affects individuals. So we need to think broader about data science than computing or statistics or, or you know, technical aspects. And, and um, I recently helped organize a symposium this fall um, on uh, distributed teaching collaboratives to include and, and collaborate with minority-serving institutions, undergraduate institutions, and, and also universities that don't offer data science programs so that they can get their students um, included in this data science ecosystem. And so, uh, so in, at, at USC, in the, the School of Engineering, we have a platform called Ipodia, where we teach lots of topics uh, together with universities around the world. The classrooms meet in different locations, but at the same time, so that they can uh, do group work during class and, and collaborate. We teach engineering innovation, we teach cybersecurity, we teach a range of topics in this way. And I think this is a really intriguing path to, to teach data science. So in this symposium, we had a lot of um, uh, minority serving institutions and, and primarily teaching institutions sharing with us the challenges of, of getting programs uh, going in these areas. And, and I think there's a lot of interest on, on collaborating with us on this. So um, I'm, I'm hoping that we can grow a network of um, you know, institutions that are really committed to growing data science across the board and, and to create a richer data science ecosystem and and make sure that, you know, if it's a student working in the arts, you know, in the history department, you know, I hear stories of someone, you know, making Xerox copies of letters from the beginning of the 20th century. And then, you know, that copy you basically retype by hand and you analyze all those letters by hand and in the end you do this piece of work in the history of something but you know why not use you know a scanner that will scan the text out of your pdf and why not use text processing and why not you know 
enable that particular individual to do the work in that way. Um, so I, I think very broadly about data science and how it can change a lot of people's lives, you know, um, a lot of individuals, a lot of kids, a lot of young kids interested in helping society through data. And um, so, so I hope that we'll see more of these collaborations in teaching data science and in empowering all institutions and community colleges and high schools to, to help us grow the landscape, because certainly we need a bigger workforce in data science and, and a future that's bigger on data. Beautifully worded. I wholeheartedly agree. Excellent. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you're interested in learning more about data science education resources, please subscribe to our Substack to get notified when we release any future podcasts. And join our community Slack channel through the link provided in this episode's description. Thank you.